I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Cook a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she try and grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a Henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bad eye vision. Y'all can't pass my what's up guys welcome back to episode 192 of psychotic and iconic piles here along with my co-host nick theories and philly phil thank you to everybody that's tuned into the live stream tonight thank you to everybody that likes follows and subscribes to all of our platforms big announcement the merch has been ordered it should be here within the next two weeks uh hopefully the website's coming up too i know we got to talk with uh what's his face about that um, but once that's up, we'll be ready to go. If not, you can send us DMs, text messages, person, all that. But we're gonna, that we'll we be putting out a post, but the merch is coming. The person that we it's need more of, Marcos. Yeah. That's what we need. Yeah, man, fantastic fabrics coming it's back. It's back. So, yo, we, yo, be ready for that. It's, it's, we got some fire coming your way. We got a special been, edition coming, it's, too. It's, it's been a long, a long drought, but you know what? We're coming, we're coming prepared. It was the and, drought three. And I promise you guys will not be dissatisfied you guys will be very happy so stay you tuned yeah you already let's get into the shit man let's get into this shit we back all right let's do it tennessee titans hired uh bengals offensive coordinator brian callahan as the head coach uh you got any thoughts on that um i was surprised you know especially with the candidates that are available um but you know they got their guy so you know it is what it is Did I, they? I, I i i think so yeah because here's the thing they they moved quickly because they didn't want to go through that whole, you know, gruesome process. It, that's the reason why they didn't trade Vrabel. Yeah, but big they bro, wanted to find a guy real quick. Brian Callahan doesn't call plays. Zach Taylor does. And Zach Taylor is a co is from the coaching tree of Sean McVay. So I do wonder what Brian Callahan brings to the table. I mean, he could have blown them away in the interview like McVay did and Mike McDaniels did when he went to Miami. But, I mean, who knows? Unless the offensive coordinator comes in there and just runs the offense and he serves shocked, as the motivator, kind of like Nick Sirianni is going to be, or, you know, whomever. But, yeah, I, that was an interesting hire for me, especially with the candidates out there. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know their direction. Obviously, it's offensive-driven. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it's it's going to be interesting. Going from a defensive coach to an offensive coach, maybe that's what Tennessee wanted to do all along. Maybe they think it's, for, it's good for Will Levis, which, you know, it – could, it could prove to be good for Will Levis. Well, we don't at, know. Well, but. out of the uh, the head coaches left, like who's a great offensive head coach that would fit that role? It looks like they, they want to go in that direction. That's yeah. obvious. It's very obvious. Yeah, I don't know off the top of my head. My bad, man. I mean, Fucking because, cause, you know, they went from Vrabel, and then it's like, all right, am I going to go from Vrabel to Belichick, or am I going to go from another defensive guy? I, like, I will say it's cur I'm sense. curious about what's going on with Belichick because uh, Atlanta hasn't. Well, Atlanta, yeah, no, it seems like uh, Atlanta had a couple of interviews lined up, right? They had a second one with Harbaugh, but he just got, but that, but it was canceled or postponed, right? And it seems like that it was it was postponed because he's now going to the Chargers. Breaking news! Breaking news! Breaking he just news. signed with the Chargers. Um, wow, five year deal. They said it's going to be lucrative. The Chargers are the biggest winners of the offseason, and it's not even close, bro. John Harbaugh was the best coaching candidate available. They got him, and he's got a stud quarterback. And all Harbaugh needs to do is come in there, like I said, install the same offense that he had with Cap, and Justin Herbert will take off. 
But the thing is, it's two different styles. It's the same style quarterback. No, it ain't. How isn't it? Because Kaepernick could run. So can Herbert. Like he was, yeah, but. They just don't utilize it. We don't right. really know what Herbert can right. do with his legs. But we'll find out more of that more this year. I think he's more of a pocket year. passer, though. I so think do Kaepernick I. was more of a dual threat. He was. But I think Herbert, If I think you could put a package of plays together for Herbert where you can keep the defense honest and keep the defense scared of him taking off, breaking the pocket and running. And get what, like a seven-yard scamper? Yeah, but that'll work. Yeah, no, that'll sure, work. But it works. I mean, Herbert's every, fast every enough. Could do it though. But Herbert's fast enough and athletic enough where he could do a fake handoff, RPOs. He can do all of that. It was just Brandon Staley, and I don't look. I don't know because it was Kellen Moore. Yeah, but you don't want your two hundred and fifty million dollar quarterback doing all that. Well, I mean, Lamar Jackson's doing Especially, it. So is Josh yeah, Allen. I know, but that's and because, Josh Allen's the worst. But that's what they're. That's what they're special at, though. Like Justin Herbert doesn't. He's not special at running the football. Justin. Herbert is special in the pocket. I don't think they're, the I football. don't think they're going to make him a Lamar or a Josh Allen. I'm just saying there needs to be more designs where you have to you have to account for him running. That's what you need with Herbert. Yeah, because but he's I don't that think talented. that's the I don't think that's the the difference between them not making the playoffs and then going to the Super Bowl. No, I don't. I just think that their coach was a dumbass. Oh yeah, for sure. And I think I think I know it's definitely an improvement. Like I like like let's let's. Let's not be, you know, naive here. I mean, he's he's going to come in here. He's going to make an impact, absolutely. Immediately. Immediately, right? But to what extent, right? I mean, uh, a big to what extent. extent? Because, a big extent. Because Kellen Moore came in here. He was supposed to fix the offense. The offense looked to me got worse. I know. They didn't, they didn't even use Austin Eckler. He was one of the best running backs the previous two years. He led the league in touchdowns, and all of a sudden, he was getting uh, subbed in and out for Joshua Kelly. What are we talking about? Here? That's why I'm confused about Herbert. And I know he's 30 and 32 as a starter. That's what I am confused about because not for nothing, but on the flip side of that, I know everybody was high on Kellen Moore. Dak and the Cowboys offense got better. I don't think, but I never thought they were going to get worse. I mean, I, I I didn't know, but I thought that they, losing Kellen Moore would be a big loss and because it proved not to be. But right, but you had the head coach, right? Like now you have years under the belt with the same system. So now you're growing. Like now it's going to be Dak and them, what, year three with McCarthy? Yeah. So now they're going to they're, they're only going to, you know, learn and get better after that. Like that's my thing. It's like they need some camaraderie. You you need Who? consistency. Who are you talking about? I'm sorry. Just just in general. Oh, I got I think you. Yeah. Just to be successful. Dude. You need camaraderie. You need you need consistency in at the, at those kind of positions. Head coach, quarterback, GM. Agreed. Like, those are the, like the most important. Of course, of course, and when that's you got that shit shuffling around. You exactly. Have dysfunction. Exactly. And why why the Eagles this is the second year in a row now they're getting a brand new coordinating staff, which, you know, is, is worrisome. And we're, we're going to get into the Eagles though. But my point is with Harbaugh, dude, is when he came into the league, Alex Smith was widely considered a bust. He went to three NFC championship games out of four years. Yeah. Colin Kaepernick, after Alex Smith got concussed, he rolled with Kaepernick all the way to the Super Bowl and was an awesome Richard Sherman uh, deflection away from right. winning it. Right. And so it's like, for me, I just think Harbaugh is awesome. I loved him when he was with the 49ers. I love what Harbaugh's made of. I, I like Harbaugh too. I He's going to change life. Over I just, I, don't you know, be fighting for that division I late just, in the year. I just, you know, I, I, I don't want to give so much expectations because this is a team that is coming off of not even making the playoffs. Well, here's the thing. They have the talent, sure. The good news is, is that you can only go up from there. You can only go up. Like for the Eagles, the Eagles were coming off a huge Super Bowl yeah. appearance. Jalen Hurts played the best game of his life. So this year, unless every game he lived up to that standard, there was always going to be questions. I just think the Chargers and, I mean, have now, goals, though. Hurts didn't play well this year, but 
The Chargers do have holes, they have, but good they have coaching. Holes. Oh, yeah. Awesome coaching, good coaching. That can It can cover some of that shit up. And I think Harbaugh is the guy that can do that. And I think he will only make Justin Herbert better. Justin Herbert's talent is top five. Right. He just not... He just didn't develop yet into a winner. I'll say that he makes he'll make LA a more attractive destination for free agents for Dude, sure. Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. Like that's not even a huge. question. Yeah, absolutely. Like I, I totally agree. I just don't want to say, like, oh, okay, like, no, the Chargers, man, they're gonna be that team next year. I'm telling you, like, I I I bought into it this year and what? I was fucking fooled out of my ass. Yeah, I know. I mean, that was me two years ago. That like every time I look at their logo, bro, it kind of like makes me like disgusted because I'm just like, yo, what was I even thinking taking that? This would be the good year to pick them in the Super Bowl. This year, this would be the year. I'm not even going to do that. I'm not saying that, but I I guarantee you they make the playoffs this year. I guarantee they make the playoffs with Harbaugh at the helm. We'll cross that bridge, right? We will. I guarantee it. Yeah, I guarantee it. I think the AFC is stacked, though, bro. It is. We got teams like the Browns, the Texans. Now they're being they're relevant. Like we never put them in in consideration. Well, the Browns won't be. And it was already loaded before them. The Browns are gonna are going to get considerably worse next year, though, because they're gonna have Deshaun Watson. Because they're gonna have Deshaun Watson back, and that's which is a hilarious statement within itself. But the Browns are gonna slip next year, and Burrow's gonna be healthy. Pittsburgh could, could. could actually be better too. Pittsburgh needs a quarterback. You know, Pittsburgh's oh, a yeah. great destination for Kirk Cousins. Oh, I, that's I agree. If Kirk Cousins goes there, the, the Steelers will be like legit, be really legit. Good. Yeah, because they'll have Pickens, they'll have Deontay, they'll have he will move. get them he'll boys the ball. Yeah, he will yeah. get them the ball. Right. Now George Pickens, what he's great at, a, a stop and go, and he's going deep. You, Pickens will have 13, 1,400 yards next year, easy if Kirk's throwing him the ball. They were saying Russell Wilson to uh, the Steelers. There was a Russell Wilson's his. The way he acts and his temperament and I all that shit will never fit with Tomlin and Pickens and Deontay. No. It will never fit. Bad fit. It's totally agree. Fit. Unless the Steelers are playing like the revenge card. They're like, yo, we want this guy on our side because he wants to prove people wrong. That's the kind of system we have. I don't think Tomlin and the Steelers can are are good enough to take that risk. I, 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 I really don't. Because I think it's too much of a risk and the reward is not there. Like... Russell Wilson isn't going to be in the in that division with Burrow and Lamar and and then Mahomes and all that. I mean, he just did it in the AFC yeah. West. Yeah. So I just I don't I don't see that. I don't think Russell Wilson would even sign up for that. Well, he, he, of course he would. Well, he might because he might not have he offers. Has, he, don't, he ain't going to have a choice. Yeah, I just Kinda thought like of that. Similar to like what uh, Baker Mayfield took over, right? We were looking at we were looking at his situation. We like, said Baker should have wow, went to the Steelers dude. too. Yeah, we said that. We did say that. And we also said that, you know, him going to Tampa Bay, I'm like, yo, that's a huge risk because, like, yep. he, if he really falls flat on his face here. That's what I was scared to death going, about. He, he's out of the league. But yep. guess what? He took a chance, man. And, you you, you know, you saw the Bucks this year. They made the playoffs. And not for nothing. They and, were in that game with the Lions. Absolutely. And we'll talk about them later. But, yeah. Um, yeah, they were absolutely in that game. But that's a really good example as well. Yeah. So the Eagles let go uh Brian Johnson, the offensive coordinator. Um now, oh, they're apparently they're going to hire Vic Fangio once they do the Rooney Rule stuff where you have to interview because yeah. now it's coordinators. Um, I like the Vic Fangio hire because Miami's defense was all right this year and yeah. they were second in the league in sacks, which is awesome, mm-hmm. which is what we need because we stopped getting sacks after like week nine. Um, but what do you think about who do you think should replace him as the OC? Yeah, honestly, you need to know who I really, really want. I really want Eric Bianami. I do like him. I do, man. Yeah, I, I ain't going to sit here and lie, bro. I, I think, I think. What he did with Patrick Mahomes, 
I think he can emulate that with Hurts. I, I really think that he could he, he could I would him bring out. him in. I think he could help him out. And let him be and just let him control the entire offense. Absolutely. Which I think whoever the coordinator is is going to do that. Like there were some mentions of Cliff King Cliff Kingsbury, who I'm not totally opposed to. I just like for me with Kingsbury, I want to see Jalen Hurts on their center more. Bro. And the other part that worries me with Kling, Kingsbury is like I know Kyler had some okay numbers, but not for nothing. Like I'm not a Kyler guy. Like I think Kyler's pretty ass. No, look, so, the bottom line is I want to see some creativity. Yes, that's I all I want to see. see. I, I want to see them be consistent week in and week out. You know, like have an identity. The Eagles never had an identity this year. We didn't know if they were a running team, a passing team. They 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 just had no game plans week in and week out. I I I couldn't believe what I was saying. They legitimately had no rhyme or reason of why they were calling the plays. They would run the first two downs and they would do a bubble screen and that was it. And here here, here comes the punt. Yeah. It, it just they had no plan, no flow, no confidence. They didn't like you could tell the players didn't buy. They into were defeated. The Absolutely, they didn't. They, I, if you don't buy into the system, that's the result you're going to get. Yeah. Your yeah, dad asked if we would want Belichick. I know your answer. I do not want Belichick. I don't want Belichick. I mean, at this point, they're keeping Sirianni. So yeah. Uh, well, I'm saying even if it was, even if it was vacant, like I think like the the mantra and the the aura around it would be hilarious with the cut hoodie and just how he is would fit Philadelphia to a T. But I'm just I'm not in on the Bill Belichick sweepstakes. I think he got exposed. I think you know the record bothers me without Tom Brady. Um, you know, and I don't know how much he's got left in the tank. I think that's a bunch of bullshit. I think if you had if you had Bill Belichick, I think we would all be excited as hell. I would like would be we would be looking forward to our defense because that is well, actually yeah, that. a big point. If we just get an offensive coordinator and you got a mastermind like Bill Belichick taking control of that defense and he's picking up undrafted free agents and their stars on our defense, yeah. Well, and I will say this. He's if Howie's really good at secondary, he's good at picking up corners, safeties. Like that's his linebackers. Specialty. And that's the Eagles. That's what the e linebackers, that's what the Eagles need. That's what they're missing on their defense. I will side. say this. The thing with yeah, Belichick so that would be intriguing is that Howie, if Howie was still selecting the players, I guess I would be more okay with it because Belichick can't draft for shit on the offensive side. I think he would just be a, a, that's a head what coach. So that's what I'm saying. But I know what you're saying. And I kind of actually in in looking at it like that in theory theories. I understand. I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea. I think yeah. you can kick the round. I think you can kick the tires on it. Like, I think you can think about it. Like, I think it's worth the conversation because he is one of the all-time greats. Look at, yeah. look at, look at how your season ended. Look at the way your defense performed down the stretch. Like, oh, actually all year. And you're telling me like Bill Belichick doesn't step in and doesn't correct this. At least, at least make it a competent defense to the point where your offense can win you a football game. Yeah, an important one because you do have Jalen Hurts. He was an MVP conversation last year. He ain't no bum. Yeah. You got AJ Brown. You got Devontae Smith. You got Dallas Goddard. You have a great offensive line. You have DeAndre Swift, who you barely like, you know, wouldn't just consistently give the you know the ball to. And oh, I will say too, on your mention of Goddard, that was what the Eagles were missing too. You have a legitimate tight end who was running three yard outs, and it's like he's so much better than that. He's so much better than that, dude. Absolutely. And he just was not utilized. And look, I don't know if it was Sirianni's concepts or was it really just Brian Johnson didn't know what he was doing. I have no idea. All I know is that offensive system was completely broken. And they were riding the talent that they had to 10-1. and one. Then it just fell apart. 
Jalen Hurts was turning the ball over like crazy. The defense, I don't know what happened to the defense. They stopped tackling. They look uninspired. Darius Slay randomly got fucking surgery on his leg, on his uh, knee. And it was just like they quit. James Bradbury walked off of a cliff. He looked like he couldn't even play peewee. I mean, like, there's a difference between, like, looking washed and actually where you – and I didn't even recognize the dude. That was not the dude who was even in the Super Bowl. Bro, that, I, that's not even – that's not Eagles football, though. Like, when you watched the Eagles on tape and you saw the way they were tackling, that ain't Eagles football. I could show you an Eagles team that went into New Orleans in the first fucking play of the game. It was Digger Doom on fucking on, – on Reggie Bush. Yeah. That was straight up. Sheldon that, Brown. That is called setting the fucking tone, bro. That's exactly how you got to be, though. First fucking play of the game. Yo, I, I'm coming after you. It's going to be a long day for you guys. Yeah, the Eagles, I don't, you know, they didn't win that game, but you know what? They set the tone in that game. And you know what? That's exactly how you got to come out. You're on the road and you're like, fuck him. Real fast. We're, we're uh, coming out swinging. Bengals said he wants to talk about Embiid real fast. Is Joel Embiid the best player just because cause he scored 70 in one game? Uh, he said it's not inspirational to him. He needs to see him do it every game. I know everybody's saying they want to see him do it in the playoffs and they want to see him do it every game. What does that even mean? You you can't fucking score 50 points every single game. But look, I mean, that's not team basketball. I I watched that game and it was one of the most incredible performances I've ever seen. That was better than I was more excited watching that than when I watched LeBron drop 61 on the Hornets in like 2013 or something like that. Yeah, that 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 performance was ridiculous. He couldn't miss. No, absolutely. So I and Bead right now, yeah, he's playing like the best player in the NBA. Yeah. So that's where I am. But overall, the best player in the NBA is Jokic. But right now, the dude that's bringing it is Embiid. Yeah, absolutely. This is all great, but I want to see this shit in the playoffs. Like I'm, I'm sick of this shit, dude. I'm sick of getting your hopes up and then all. We got a real, we got a real coach now, and we don't have to worry about the Bucks no more because they signed Doc Rivers. Yeah, that's true. So we're good now because that's that's a disaster. You fire a coach that's thirty and thirteen makes no sense. Yeah, well, that's all right. Ravens beat the Texans thirty-four to ten. They put foots on them after it was a close first half. I think it was 10-10 at halftime. Yep. Um, Lamar's finally going to his first AFC chip. I was a little nervous at halftime. Oh, I was too. I, I because I, I thought the Ravens were actually getting outplayed. And I'm like, oh shit. And then they return that punt. And I'm like, oh my God. The momentum like you could feel like you the pendulum like swing. The whole building was quiet. Yeah. And I actually think I might have texted you that and said, uh, or somebody I texted and was like, that Ravens building is scared to death right no, now. I was with you. We ordered them wangs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Buy my bad. And I said because they're too expensive yeah. for my for, for my for my liking. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you had a, I, you I, had I a burger, burger for, for, for 12 hours. You, know you didn't even I mean? get tomatoes, bro, because they no. wanted to add 50 cents. Yeah, I know. It's all right, though. But it came with fries. It was great. That's all right. But it's okay. But yeah, no, we were we were together. We were watching this game. It was 10 to 10. And the first half, I'm sitting there, I'm looking at Lamar's stats. I'm like, bro, 50, 52 yards in the first half passing. Fuck this. Man, this is your MVP. Rob, KD does KD does want to be here. 70? He has 70. <laughs> <laughs> I would love having uh KD here. I uh, really would. That would be some interesting stuff because you you always criticized. <sighs> I know. Put KD next to Embiid, dude. I know. Two seven footers. Yeah, oh my fire. god. He's not the GOAT, but KD would be he would be the perfect counterpart. That would be fire. With Toby, Maxi, and Joel Embiid. Dude, Joel Embiid and Durant would be unstoppable. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a pipe dream. But no, for real, let's go back to this game now. Yeah, what impressed you the most about the Ravens and or Lamar? What impressed me the most was the the Ravens to at halftime their their ability to say, "All right, let's press pause here. Let's do what we do best. Let's play good defense like we have. We only gave up ten points. 
let's do what we do best on offense. Let's actually run the football down their throat and let's get Lamar out in space. And that's exactly what happened. They got um, Isaiah Likely involved. He be, he, you know, the 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 passing windows became a lot more open. Like they just they just played Ravens football the second the second half. The first half, I felt like they kind of want to be a little bit more pass happy. Or I thought that they, it because, was rust. Well, it was oh, yeah, rust too. And I felt like the Ravens uh, offensive line was getting outplayed in the first half. I thought the yeah. Texans defensive line was taking control of this game in the trenches. So yeah, I mean, look. They made the adjustments. That's what was the most impressive to me. And you have to make adjustments in the playoffs, and they did. And it was a 24-0 sweep in the second half. For me, the thing that was most impressive to me was that at halftime, I was concerned. Obviously, I'm a Lamar guy. And I'm like, oh, my God, are we going to do this again? Like, And I'm just in my head, and I'm like, damn, like, I, what am I going to say? Blah, blah, blah. But he just came out the second half and turned it on and turned into a superstar again. And it was like, you know, and that's what I, but that first half was exactly what I always worry about with, with resting. I hate that. They look sloppy. Yeah. They look sloppy and it's like, fuck. But then once, once Lamar got going and he started running then he just, he just started taking over the game with his legs. Yeah. But he's lucky he's playing the Texans though, because if he was playing the chiefs like that, you, and you come out like that in the first half, it might be a different story. for him. It may, but the, here's the thing that the Ravens defense will, the Ravens defense can we'll keep them in games. Them game. Absolutely. So, but I Absolutely. know what you're saying because if Absolutely. the Ravens go down by 14, 17 points, your game plan changes. Or now. even down at halftime. Well, yeah. remember the Texans missed that field goal too. Yeah. That was, huge. that was big. That was a big that 40 yarder. Oh yeah. yeah. So that, that hurt him. Yeah. Because they would have been up at halftime. 13-10. However, I will say the future is really bright, bright for Houston, dude. And I think C.J. Stroud, I don't think that's a flash in the pan. I think C.J. Stroud is legit, legit. I think he is that dude. I'm no, serious. I, I, he's I the best quarterback. Entering next year, he's the best quarterback in that division by far. He's better than Trevor Lawrence. He's already shown more than Trevor Lawrence. Has he, though? He's proven way more than Trevor Lawrence. That's not true. Absolutely has been. Why is that true, though? Well, because if you compare Trevor Lawrence's stats to Mac Jones through their first three years, Mac Jones has better stats. Yeah, but... And, and Trevor Lawrence has had more. Trevor Lawrence's first year, everybody wipes it away because Urban Meyer was some shit, and I get it. But his second year, they started out ass. They were 3-8. and eight. They got on a little bit of a hot streak, and then they came back in the playoff game, but not for nothing. He threw four interceptions in the first half, in that playoff well, game, they had the same playoff record. This year, they're seven and three, or so, or somewhere around there. They're seven and three. They totally shit the bed. I don't want to hear about his shoulder or his foot. Last year, Josh Allen took all that blame, and Josh Allen played with a fucked up elbow. Yeah. So my thing is, is that when you are a quarterback and you are already redeemed a star, you have to perform, and he did not perform even when he was healthy. He didn't. You have people picking him as the one seed, such as myself. And the uh, as, um, what you call it? A uh, what's it called for MVP? Like a uh, a dark horse MVP? Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. For his odds, because I think they were plus like eighteen hundred. Yeah. And then you come out there and, and through nine games you have or through seven games you have nine touchdowns and it's like, come on, bro, that's not what you were perceived to be coming out of Clemson. As they acquired Calvin Ridley. The and then it was like C.J. Stroud, he did bad on the Wonderlick, and they were questioning, can he play in the NFL? And he comes in there of a team that they're saying is going to be three or four wins with a defensive head coach. And you change that entire franchise. And you're not throwing the Christian Kirk and Calvin Ridley and ETN. Um, Damian Pierce was horrible. Devin Singletary took over his job. Nico Collins showed okay last year. He turned into a star this year. Tank Dell was awesome. He was a fourth-round pick. He got hurt. And he got hurt. And they were still fine. Dalton Schultz started out the year uh, rough. And then after, you know, midway through the season, turned it on and was, and was balling. So my thing with C.J. Stroud is I think he proved that he can carry a franchise. 
Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, look, the 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 most impressive thing with him is that the Texans, they've won 11 games the last three seasons combined. From 2020 to 2022, they've won 11 total games. This year alone, including the playoffs, they have won 11 games. So that's a quick turnaround. Once you get that franchise quarterback, man, like, you know, your your future for the next 10, 12, 13 years is is bright, man. But, you know, he's absolutely the real deal. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing him next year and uh, compete in that division because I think I think the Texans are going to be dominant in that in that division for for years now. They are. They messed up. They messed up everything that they were saying the Jags and Trevor Lawrence were going to be because they hit a home run. They absolutely hit a home run with with. Uh, I'm not going to give up on Trevor Lawrence though. I think he's got the talent. I think I think he could bounce back. Um, I think he will bounce. He back. He can, so. but I'm just saying entering next back. year. He's got a lot of pressure on him. Sure he does, but I think he'll bounce back. I like his situation is not shit though. You know what I mean? Like, that's why I'm that's like, that's why I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because he still has Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson can 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 fix him. Like you, I know that. You know what's sure. crazy to me though, and I'm not trying to go this route, but I have to, and I always go back to this guy. But like this is what made me so furious with Baker with the discussion around Baker when he was in Cleveland. That team was 0 16. They had uh, the little dude. What was his name? The bald-headed dude, the coach. Oh, uh, Freddie Kitchens? No, the dude before Freddie Kitchens. Um, he was the Raiders head coach. Uh, Freddie Kitchens and, oh, my God, who was it? Oh, uh, Hugh, Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. They had Hugh Jackson. That's right. Baker Mayfield sets the touchdown record for rookies after not even starting the season. They made an ass out of him on hard knocks, but he led them to a playoff victory. Their first playoff victory in like 20 something years. And it's like, he never got any credit. Oh, the offensive line was stacked. He had wide receiver, blah, blah, blah. But then Trevor Lawrence is getting pass after pass after pass. And that's what makes me so pissed off because it's like, put up or shut up. I don't want to hear the excuses anymore. If you're that dude, you overcome the adversity. Yeah, you know what's crazy too is that they didn't get on a hot streak last year. He would have missed the playoffs again. They were three and eight. Yeah, he, that's I mean, exactly what I'm saying. But here's the thing, though. I mean, Justin Herbert, he's missed the playoffs too. He's only made it one time, and he right. blew that big lead, and he's got to right. wear that. And that's why I said that's why I put Justin Herbert in that category. Right. right now, he's overrated. He's an elite talent, but he's not a winner. Right. And I think but he's going to be a winner with Harbaugh. Situation's not bad, but. Though. Like and that's the thing. It's like I'm not so quick to give up on these quarterbacks. So like I still think that Trevor Lawrence can still throw the ball. I think he has good zip on it. I think he he has some inaccurate issues. Um, I think he can clean it up. But like my thing with Trevor Lawrence is like he's got the talent, dude. He absolutely he's does. The, he's got the the physical stature of a quarterback of a franchise quarterback. Like to me, like I, I'm not quick to just say, okay, yeah, he had he, he missed the playoffs this year. Like, let's just get rid of him. Like. No, let's let's try to like fix this kid. Like let's so, try to let's let's be part of the solution and not like completely just just completely just uh clear the deck and go get another quarterback and then no, no, here no. we are like I'm not saying that and I'll I'll clarify what I'm saying. My point is though is that certain quarterbacks because they are tall or strong or they fit the prototype, they get more of a leash. Sure. And I don't understand it because there are other quarterbacks that are successful that are more successful successful to them in worse situations. And it's like certain certain guys won't get the benefit of the doubt. So my point is, is that when I'm looking at it, like if you go past people right now, they would probably say they would take Trevor over Jalen Hurts. It's and there's the no reason to say that. But it's a preference of the coach, though. Like every coach likes uh, a, a player differently. Like they like certain. Oh, no, I was saying from like, like a general consensus. Like, like yeah, but, but but I think that's a, I think it goes a lot deeper than that. Like that's how that's the whole evaluation of player evaluation in the offseason is like they 
go through, okay, what 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 does he's what skills does he possess that would fit really good in our system? Can he throw the ball accurate? Can he throw the ball on time? Can he can he can he get the ball out quickly? Like can he do can all he throw things? guys open? Can he communicate? Yeah, like can he throw guys open? Like those are the things. Like and don't or, forget, can he lead? Or is he uh, is he okay? He has you know accuracy issues. We could work on that. You know his timing. We could work on that, but he's an excellent athlete. Some 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 coaches might prefer that over the over the pocket. Agreed. Agreed. And vice versa. So like to me, it's like, you know, it, it depends on on the coach. Yes, yeah. it, it depends on the preference. So you know, I, I I believe Doug's Doug Peterson system is fit for Trevor Lawrence. It is, but why isn't he sputter, performing? I just think they sputter down the stretch. I mean, there's they had the talent, so I think they could figure it out. But my thing is, is that. Year over year over year for the last three years, I keep getting sold that Trevor Lawrence is going to take that jump, and I don't under and I haven't seen that jump. No, and I, that's I my and that's my problem. Like you see Kenny Pickett, and I'm not saying that Kenny Pickett's as good as Trevor Lawrence, but Kenny Pickett's getting run out of town. Now he was trash, I get it, but when you're Trevor Lawrence, bro, when you're coming in, you got these expectations of MVPs and and that dude, and you're going to be in that top AFC guy. And you're just not living up to it. And at some point, it's like, when is somebody going to stand up and say it that since he's been drafted with the expectations that he's had, he's totally underwhelmed. Right. So um, I, I get that. Another. I just, I just I just feel like we just we just so quick to like. I'm not writing him off. I'm just saying he's, he's got to like, earn it. Only, right, right, but he's only been in the league for three years. Absolutely. Right? But and, he's got to earn the title. And if you look at the franchise quarterback play from like their 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 10 years, it's about 15 years. Yeah. A true franchise nowadays. It used to be ten. Now yeah. I'm saying it's, it's extended because Brady broke the mold. Now you know they can they can you know play longer, right? But my thing is just like he's he's a baby, dude. Yeah. Like he he only played like what 10, 15, 20% of his career so far. He's got long ways to go. Yeah. And like I I, I think you have to be patient with certain players. The patient one. Yeah, the patient one. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Red Cup cat. <laughs> yeah. All right. Speaking of Red Cup, Chiefs beat the Bills 27 to 24. It makes me sick. Um, Mahomes is going to his sixth AFC championship game straight, which is an incredible feat. Um, I will say this, though. The only reason I was sick about the Chiefs winning, even though I picked the Chiefs to win, I thought the Chiefs were going to win, yeah. and the Chiefs did play well. I'm not going to take that. anything away from them. The reason that it makes me sick is because Patrick Mahomes' behavior this year, it was, like, it was nauseating. From what he did, crying on the sidelines, screaming in Josh Allen's face with the bullshit call, yeah. then you're in the locker room, you're yelling at a fans, and you're getting on to it. And I get it. Talk your shit when you win. I'm I'm all for that. And I do it when I win. I talk shit to my five-year-old when I'm playing in Mario Kart. But I'm just saying, dude, when he, when he acts like that, it makes me so furious because the ball always bounces his way. And I told you this before that he scares me with the Brady luck. That Brady always seen when something went wrong and he threw like that inopportune pick, there was a holding penalty or somebody stepped out of bounds or something. It just bounces his way. Like the Bills get that, um, whatchamacallit, they get that turnover. And then, uh, although that was McCall Hardman that fumbled it. Yeah. Even though when he fumbled that, I thought they were going to win. Cause I'm like, oh, the God's got it. That's a huge swing right there. What impressed you most about the Chiefs? Because for me with the Chiefs, it was just they looked like the Chiefs. Yeah, they're off. They were just they were humming. Yeah, I think they only punted once. Yeah, I think uh, like Travis Kelsey looked like 
Travis Kelsey. He like, looked like he, he heard me. Like, he heard me. He heard I say he's washed. Yeah, he looked like he didn't have sex for about a couple weeks, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, he, yeah. Taylor left <laughs> he his soul. Energy. Yeah, he Taylor, had energy this game. He, Taylor he left his soul. Happened to step this game. Yeah. yeah, I think he. I think he's playoff focused. I don't think he's fucking until the Super Bowl. <laughs> if he makes it there, he's not. Or until the Super. Or, or yeah, or you know what I mean. Yeah. Or until the off season. But I think when he going home this week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. It looks like he had a little bit more pep in his step. Um, that was impressive. Rasheed Rice, same thing. He's awesome. He's a great player. But Patrick Mahomes was awesome. Um, you know, what are you going to say about that, dude? I mean, like, you know, it just sucks because I, I was rooting for Josh Allen so heavy. I, I felt like a Bills fan. It was weird, dude. I was like, I was like kind of hurt. He's 0-3 against Mahomes in the playoffs, too. Yeah. That sucks, bro. Because It does suck. But you know what's crazy? You know what? I found myself kind of like rooting for Josh Allen. I'm like, all right, Josh, let's do this. Like, come on, bro. Pull through. Pull through. Yeah. I'm rooting for you. Like, I really want to see you do this. Yeah. You deserve it. No, I know. And the thing I think it was is that the problem is with this is Josh Allen's cap hit next year. Stefan Diggs, I don't know what is going on with dude. The pass that he dropped, the 65-yard bomb from Allen and hit him right in his oven mitts, dude. And he actually pointed at Josh and said it looked like he told him like it was a little too far. And when you look at the replay, he was like this, and it hit him right in his hands. And it's like, he was dog, like what are you doing? Like or, this. Like, oh, oh, I was this close. Like, yeah. Close. And it's like, like bro, not for nothing, but I don't understand that. The one thing I will say is, though, is that I blame the loss heavily, more heavily on McDermott. Because what are you doing calling a fake punt with DeMar Hamlin? Yeah, like it's like a Disney movie. No, I'm being. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm being dead ass serious. It was like a Disney movie. I'm not, but for I'm being. When I say this though, what was that? That you know what that looked like? That looked like a desperate move for an unprepared coach. Absolutely. And my the other reason, the only other reason I blame Josh Allen because I thought Josh Allen played well, even though it was a lot of short shit. That on that last play before they settled for the missed field goal, he had digs on a drag across the middle, wide open and that is what's driven me crazy about josh for so long is that you have to take those easy throws and look i'm not going to blow it up he just missed them and it happens i watch hurts do it all year but it's tough for me but alan being a the star that he is he has to still take some of that blame i mean I, of course he's going to get the blame but it's it's all he only like, threw for 180 yards like i said like i've been saying all year josh allen has to be literally perfect for the bills agreed like he literally has to be perfect in that game there was only one. He he didn't even have any fucking turnovers. And everything that he tried though, he tried on he that tried, fumble. But guess what? They didn't catch it. It doesn't matter. He didn't, Bro, when he fumbled that ball, there's I'm a, like, yeah, but you gotta understand. There's a lot of times where he throws picks, quote unquote, that hit the players' hands and get and, and get you know tossed in the air and then a linebacker. You gotta take a little bit off of it. Well, no, you gotta catch I'm the kidding. ball. If it hits your hands. You gotta catch it. That's the best about mine. He had two drops from um, Shakur or, or not not Shakur. What's his name? Um, what's his why are you name? touching my hand, fool? What's his fucking name, dude? <laughs> that dude, that uh, Sherfield. <laughs> two, two, two drops. It, I, bro, you gotta catch that. Yeah. You got to beat the Chiefs. You have to make those plays. We say it all the time. What happened last year? Those plays, bro. And that chance, and that divisional round with the Jags when when Trevor Lawrence threw that bomb to Christian Kirk and he and dropped, he dropped it. it. We I were said, watching that game. He said, "You, you have to cut. You have to make those plays when you go up against Mahomes and Andy Reid." I texted you. That's exactly what I said, and that's exactly what happened to Josh Allen and them. And you know, Stephon Diggs, like, bro, like, what was that? 
Like what? What? That was a dime. Des Bryant since Thanksgiving. That was him, bro. Like, <laughs> no, like that was yeah. That was so funny. Yeah, that, that was perfect. That bro. was posted yeah, here. Like, on, on some real shit. Like, what was that, dude? Like, you caught the ball. You try to catch the ball like this. Like, no, dude. Like, get catch the ball at the high point. But the problem is, was like he ain't him. Yeah. And he's over here fucking criticizing his quarterback and showing him up last season, right? And yeah. it was all over the media. He made a big circus about him all in the offseason. It was a big distraction on the Bills. And then the playoffs come, and he fucking stinks it up. He had eight targets. And he had three catches for 21 yards. And he had a stinker. And, mind you, on the first fucking drive, he caught the ball, and then he fumbled. So then Mr. Kincaid had to knock the ball out of bounds. And guess what? That's a 10-yard penalty. So now, since it was it was supposed to be second and seven, was now second and 17 because they lost it down, and, and now they lost and, 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 and 10 yards. So he cost his team and, and on the first drive, too. And, and that's that's bad. Because you're home, you want to set the tone, you want to go down and score. Now you just put your team in a fucking hole, second and 17. Nobody talks about that shit. I can't prepare, bro. Because I already know the whole Josh, uh, uh, the whole Josh Allen slanders. I didn't slander him. I know, I know, but I just know there's people out there that just slander him, and it's like, bro, like you can't, you don't watch the game because if you sit there and you watch it and you actually think that it, it, he lost, that you're out of your mind. It was a weird like, game plan. Like you're out of your mind. Like the whole, like the, it, it's just crazy. He doesn't commit turnovers, and everybody crushes him for it. But when he doesn't commit turnovers, nobody praises him for not committing turnovers. Come on, it's yeah. so inconsistent. I agree. They're just trying to find something, a chink in his armor to to get out of him because he's I agree. that good. He's getting 50 touchdowns total a year. The fuck you want from the dude? Like for real. Like in the postseason this year, 68 percent passing completion. 535 total yards, seven total touchdowns, zero turnovers, and 101.7 pass. I mean, it was two games, big. Doesn't bro. matter, and still can't win. Seven touchdowns and zero turnovers, and you don't win, and you had 535. Well, yards. their defense was also riddled with injuries too. Their defense was garbage. It's, yeah. it's always in in the playoffs. It's always garbage. Yeah. It, it always gets. It, it's just like I said with them, dude. They just can't get off the field. Do you think McDermott comes back? They got an interesting offseason coming back, dude, because I, th I, I think... I, no, fuck that. And Sean McDermott's ass with it, too. He is. I tweeted it. He's ass. What about Vrabel there? Or I, Belichick? I or Belichick? Belichick would, would be perfect in Buffalo. He would. And he would. And Belichick would thrive there because he would go against the Patriots. And, and that's just that's just the way he You rocks. bring in Josh McDaniels for Josh Allen. Oh Josh squared. I Actually, now that I'm thinking about that, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a thought. Bro. That's a thought because the only thing is, is that you know you're gonna have, um, you're gonna have the cap hit with Allen. It really kicks in this year, forty one, I think forty one and a half million, which is crazy. Um, but I would, I would probably let McDermott go. I don't think that he can. It's been six years. He if you haven't got bro. over the hump, I don't think you can do it at this point. Bro, you're just gonna magically Josh do it. Allen, ha, Josh Allen is the reason why he's employed. As agreed, a head coach. agreed. Like, cut the bullshit. He is the only reason why he's employed as a head coach. Because if you put Sean McDermott on the Patriots with Mac Jones, I guarantee you Sean McDermott doesn't win three more than three games. I'll bet the crib on it. Well, Belichick only won four. Doesn't exactly. Exactly. He I would, got you. He, he would be worse than Belichick. Belichick's yeah. a way better coach. Oh, you I put, agree. I'm not saying Belichick that. Belichick on the Bills, I guarantee you they go to multiple, multiple AFC title games. Their defense will be strapped up and would. you would have the offense. You would have the perfect combination. Do you think their window closed? All right, I'm going to be here. And we want me to be real? Yeah. That was their best chance of ever getting to a Super Bowl. 
because you, you got to look at it from this standpoint. The Bills and, and their cap situation, the league's only going to get better. Look at the Bengals. They're going to get Joe Burrow back. The Chargers, they just got Harbaugh. They're going to be better. You got the Jaguars still there. The Texans are up and coming. You still got the Browns. You call it what it is. The Ravens ain't going nowhere. They have Lamar. They just signed an extension, and now he's in the championship game. The Chiefs ain't going the fuck to where. Uh, yeah, that, that's nine teams. The Raiders won eight off. games this year, right? Seven games? I just rattled off nine teams. I didn't even include the Bills yet. And that's who's and who's to say whether or not a rookie and who's pops. To say, I didn't even say the Steelers. Uh, who else did I say? Yeah, the Steelers, the Dolphins. I didn't say. I, yeah. I mean, well, the Dolphins the and the Colts. Colts, you gotta say worry about what the Colts. you want. Yeah, they're, they're a tough football team, and that's it. That, that that's that's that, bro. I know. But I think their window is is coming to a close. I really do, and I feel bad for Josh Allen. I thought that so, was his best chance. I think this was their best chance. Sure. It was because Absolutely. also because the Chiefs were down this year. Right, right. However, however, when you have Josh Allen, you have a chance. Mm. And I know the cap hit will be crazy this year. I'm curious to see because I think Diggs played his last game in a Bills uniform. Um, I don't know how you feel about that, but I think Diggs played his last game there. Very happy. Um, I think. I think. I think. No, I'm saying. Do you think that he played his last game? Absolutely. I think he's getting traded. But. I will say, if they get rid of McDermott and get Belichick or Vrabel, they're cooking. Absolutely, they're they're cooking. And I would trust. I would trust. Put it back. I think the window would slide. It would. They would crack it like on a nice spring morning, fifty-five degrees. You have a nice crack in the window, like that. Not wide open. Their defense would be would be even better. It would improve marginally, and that's all you need. If you can just oh, yeah. give Josh Allen a a little bit of help to to stop. Yeah. The opposing team's offense. Right. It's like okay, then, bro. You don't need to be perfect. Eight out of eight drives, you can be six out of eight. Right, and build a defense that can create turnovers. That's what I'm saying, and get and get takeaways. Look, that's that's look how much it helps out Dak and the Cowboys. That's what I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? Like that that the defense that the scooping scores, the 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 you know when they lead the league in in points scored. Yeah, that stuff helps your quarterback. Yep, Mahomes this year. What did Mahomes ride all off season, all uh, season this year in the regular season? An awesome defense. For sure. So it comes with that. Look at I mean, even the Eagles. The last year our defense was awesome. Yeah, it, it's just so frustrating, man, because it's like, it's like, yo, dude, like I, I just don't understand how the whole thing works. Because my thing is like guys like Doug Peterson, they win a Super Bowl. A year Jay's later. in here. Big Jay. Joe Jay. So yo, guys like this, guys like Doug Peterson, right? They'll win a Super Bowl. Two years later, they're getting fucking fired. But Doug McDermott can go to three divisional rounds and lose all three in a row, and he's all safe. Like to me, it doesn't even make any sense. I would never fire a fucking coach that lost a Super Bowl or or, or won a Super Bowl because look around the league. Like it, you know how hard it is to win a Super Bowl when you got a guy that has won a Super Bowl and has been there and he's done that and his and his experience. That is a guy that you got to cherish, man. Because, like, you could look around the league. Sean McDermott's never been to a Super Bowl. You consider him a good coach, right? This guy's getting pass after pass, and it's like, it's time to move on, man. It really is. Like, I think Josh Allen, I think the Bills are failing Josh Allen. I don't think it's the other way around. Look at the postseason numbers. In 10 games, he's got 27 touchdowns and four picks. In 10 games, that's an average of 2.7 touchdowns per game. You, you, You can't tell me he's not doing his thing, man. Like he performs in the playoffs. Call yeah, he he does he does you know turn the ball over in the regular season. I get that. He is like number. He's I think he's the most you know the most. He's led the league for the past four or five years. And, and guess, but guess what? 
he makes it up for his play for his playmaking ability and and his ability to get the ball in the end zone. That's just what he's good at. And in the postseason, he does not do those mistakes. I will say this too: Bengals forever said you think Belichick would really go down the Buffalo. Yeah, I do because I think Belichick's ego would do would would be the selling point, and I think Belichick's vindictive. Well, no, absolutely, he would he would go against the Patriots twice a year. Yeah, and that's exactly what he would want. Yeah, one hundred percent. Yeah, I told you so. Like that's exactly yeah, what they you want to force me out. So 49ers beat the Packers. What a game that was 24 to 21. That game was awesome. Dude. Yeah. I loved watching that one. Uh, Brock Purdy's going to his second consecutive NSC championship games. What do you think about Brock? Do you think he's being carried or do you think like, do you think that he's, he's more of the engine? I think he's awesome. I think he's a good quarterback. I don't think he's, I don't think he's great. I think he's good for the system. I don't look, I, I, I don't know. I don't understand the hate on Brock Purdy. I mean, the guy went to back-to-back NFC Championship games, and it's like, you know, it, it's just it just kind of reeks of the Jimmy G all over. It's the same the same crowd that was criticizing Jimmy G is going to be the same crowd that's going to criticize Brock Purdy. But you know what it is? That's what's what it's it because is. everybody blows Kyle Shanahan, and it's like, bro. Again, I'm going to say this until I'm blue in the face. I know Kyle Shanahan can coach, but he's, he's never, never done it. He's never done it. And everybody acts like he's the he's far and away the best coach in the league. And it's fucking annoying. Yeah, he gets on my nerves. It's so annoying. He's on this pedestal and this golden boy. Yeah, I hate that. He hasn't accomplished what Sean McVay, who's in his division, has accomplished. Right. He hasn't accomplished what Sean Payton's accomplished. What Mike McCarthy has accomplished. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so no, it's like I, when I, I see I that, I'm like, damn, bro. I agree. With what you. is this? And I, he's getting all the credit year after year after year. You don't even hear them talk about John Lynch like this. And John Lynch builds, is building the fucking team. Yeah. No, I, I, so, I, but I think, look, I don't know what happened because Brock Purdy went from like a feel good story, the last pick, an underdog story, to now being like one of the most hated on guys in the league. That's what happens. And it's weird because it's like, look, do I think Brock Purdy's like that dude? I don't. Do I think Brock Purdy's a good quarterback? I do. I think Brock Purdy can play because you've seen them drop in Nick Mullins, CJ Beathard, and they were trash. Trey Lance, they were trash. And then you get Brock Purdy, and it's like, all right, the guy could play a little bit. I, I think he could play. You could see his throws. You could see stuff like that. I, I like. I do like Brock Purdy. I don't think Brock Purdy blows. I really don't. No. And you know what I'm saying? I hate the Niners because I just – and it's not even Brock Purdy. It's it's like the Kittle and Debo and Ayuk and just the way they walk around and talk. And I've said this a million times. I would rather watch Dallas win a Super Bowl than the 49ers win it. That's how much I can't stand that team. Oh, hell no. I'd rather just the Niners win it over. It's different Dallas. though, because I like Dak Prescott. I root for Dak Prescott because yeah, I think he's a good dude. I, I I don't I don't I don't hate Brock Purdy. No, bro, but I would rather watch Dallas hoist that trophy than the Niners. Oh, because I cannot no. stand the Absolutely Niners, dude. I can't stand not. them. I can't stand them. No shot that would happen. No shot, dude. No, no fucking way. I'm serious. No, I absolutely not. I would I can't right? believe you said that. That's how much I can't stand this team. That's actually shocking. I can't stand Kyle Shanahan, the cockiness, the arrogance ah, nah. for a team that hasn't won anything. Nah, the cow pukes can't win a bowl, bro. Like, not over the Niners. I would I would prefer no fucking way. I would prefer. But anyway, I, I just look, I I I I feel like Brock Purdy has performed. I feel like, yo, he has clunkers, but every fucking quarterback has bad games. And it's like, <sighs> you know, you're expecting this guy to be, you know, in and out, like to be. Dude, this guy was in the MVP conversation. Like, what are we even talking about? Like, obviously, he was doing something good if 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 he wasn't in the MVP conversation for a majority part of the year. And actually, he was the favorite. There was a big ticket that was sold. Remember, a futures ticket 
about, yeah. about Brock Purdy being the MVP. This was the uh, this was the game before Baltimore, and if Brock Purdy would have beat Baltimore, he would have been the MVP, right? Yep. And now everybody's it was him. you're right, and everybody's trashing him now that quick because he lost one game and it's like all right dude like we're over here trying to judge somebody off of one game and i'm not saying like brock purdy is like the almighty i'm not saying he's a top 10 quarterback i'm just saying the dude could play he could play quarterback you know he he, he could game manage the shit out of the game absolutely he's doing it to go to back-to-back nfc championship games you're good you're good you're doing yeah. something right like you know what i mean like you're not doing something wrong like you're you're successful and he's he's done it all year with them you know they had that three game skid in the, in the middle of the season, and then they bounced back, and they and, and they went on a run. And Debo got hurt. Debo hurt his shoulder, and he's 50-50 to play this weekend. Um, you know, I don't, I don't, I, I don't nobody's know if he's saying, gonna play. No, no. See, like that's the thing. It's like nobody's but, saying he's he's that. I'm not saying he's that good. I'm just saying, like, yo, he's like he can play. He can play quarterback. Like, let's not be naive. Like, the guy went to back-to-back NFC Championship games. Like, what are you gonna say? You saying you can't play? Come on, that's 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 ridiculous. Go off, sis. You know how many you know how many quarterbacks would die to be in his position? Almost every single quarterback in the league, at least ninety percent outside of Patrick Mahomes and them. But yeah, dude, like everybody would die to be in his position. Like, yeah, they don't play for the Niners, but he does, and he got them there. Let's, so, on the flip side, what do you think about um, Jordan Love and the Packers' performance this year? Do you think like do, would you? Would you say that you think he's more of a flash in the pan, or do you think he's like the real deal? No, I I, I would honestly just say like I was overwhelming overwhelmingly surprised by the Packers' performance overall this year. Bro, they outplayed them. They should have won that game. And Jordan Love's ability this year. Like I've just I I was just so blown away by the Packers' game plan in this game. Um, the steps they took from the beginning of the season to now. Like you could just see, they got better and better. Kudos to Matt Lafleur, bro. Yeah. Matt Lafleur, because I know man. when he was the Titans' offensive coordinator, they were like the twenty seventh ranked offense, and I used to bag on him because I'm like, "What the hell are you doing hiring somebody that's in the bottom five le- in the league in offense?" Right. And I thought that Aaron Rodgers carried him. He got two MVPs out of him with right. uh, Nate Nat Hackett. But I will say, he he silenced me this year. And Jordan Love, dude, his arm talent is crazy good. I mean, he can throw some dimes and. He's still in the nobodies. It's very similar to situation to Stroud, but the difference is that Stroud came in as a rookie and did it. Love sat behind. I don't know, man. That they got they, they got some good wide receivers. Love sat behind Rodgers for three years, which proved to be beneficial because you get when he throws that ball sometimes and he does that little twitch off his back foot. Oh yeah, it's it's, it's like bro, it looks like it looks just like him. Like Zach Wilson even did that a few times. Right. Where you saw the th- the quick twitch throw, so where it's not his feet aren't really side set. Arms, yeah, and it's like damn. But when I watched Jordan Love, bro, I was so impressed because I'm like, oh, Jordan Love, we, they got a quarterback again. Yeah, they got their third quarterback, the third decade quarterback. Like he's he's for real. No, he's you know Jordan Love is legit. I, I this is not a flash, in the and pan. I like him. This is not a flash in the pan. This guy got better and better as the season progressed, and the team got better. Like they rallied around him. Like, I like this is going to be a team to watch for years to come. I, I'm excited for for Jordan Love. I'm I'm so happy for him too because you know we talked about it on this podcast maybe a year or two ago. We were talking about uh, Seattle Seahawks. They should have traded for for uh, Jordan Love because that's when they still had Aaron Rodgers. And I'm sitting. You I'm said like, a fifth round I'm pick. Like, I'm like, yo, they're holding this guy hostage. They were. They were holding. Him you said go trade him to the Seahawks for a fourth or fifth round pick and take a shot and see what he could do. Yeah, 
Damn. If Aaron Rodgers didn't want to get, you know, if he didn't want out, yeah. he still had it like two, three years left in his deal. I know. So Jordan Love was holding hostage, and I'm like, yo, somebody give him a shot. Why not? It, it can't hurt. You know, he's learning behind Aaron Rodgers. It can't hurt. So, you know, um, <coughs> it, it, that would have been a great opportunity for other teams to swoop in and and, and trade for him. But yeah, you know, I'm I'm happy for him, man. I think I think this I think this team is going to be set up next year, man. And I think. This is their division. Oh, them why those wide receivers are only going to get better. Oh, they just got invaluable experience. Oh. And it's funny because Aaron Rodgers left there because of the lack of talent that they had, probably <laughs> quote unquote. And now they have Dontavian Wicks, excellent wide receiver. It's Wick Man, Jalen Reed, Wikipedia. They got Jaden Reed, right? They got Christian Watson, who's been hampered all year with with a. Uh, he can with, play uh, too. Hamstring injuries, and he could play. Yeah, if he could stay healthy, they got a great trio there. The trio, and then they got who else they have? They have another wide receiver. Oh, conspiracy. Um, yeah, who else? <laughs> they have Wicks, Reed, Watson, and who's that one kid that makes plays? Um, fuck, what is his fucking name? Oh, uh, Romeo Dobbs. Romeo Dobbs. Yeah. We always forget Romeo his name. Dobbs. He's always. good though. Oh, he's, he's good. good he makes plays. Number eighty-seven. He's a, he's across yeah. your screen. He's making plays. That's what he does. Like they have a really good, a really good core, and I like their uh, uh, their tight ends. Tucker Craft, he could play. What? Tucker Craft can play. Man. You like their tight ends? Come on, we, we, we're doing this. <laughs> I'm just. I, I'm evaluating the roster here. This is where we're going. It sounds like anyway, you were evaluating something Tucker else, family. Kraft, yeah, Tucker Craft, Musgrave, dude. They got. They got. They Musgrave got, is good, bro, dude. Got, He's a got, good player. They have good players on that offense, and they're only going to get better. Yeah. This where do you is, think they're at next year? I you think, think they're, they're fighting for that division? No, I actually think they're going to be they're they're going to be like one of them Super Bowl contenders. They're, I think they're going to be in the championship game next year. Green Bay. Do they win the division over the Lions? I think they will. Yeah. yeah. You think they're better than the Lions right now? They're going to be better next right year. Right now? Next year. Next year they will be. I think the Lions are gonna are, are, are gonna tumble down next year. Oh, so you're Nick Love now. Nah, they're gonna go they're they're, they're you're gonna Nick fall Love. down the ladder. Yeah, I'm Nick Love. Or Jordan Pisillo. No, nah, I'm Nick Love. Nick Love? Yeah. All right. All right. I think the Packers are going to be in a similar situation to where they were this it's year. To love, baby. Although they'll be <laughs> they'll be better they'll be better during the season. But I think that they'll, they'll you know, they'll they'll make a little bit of noise in the playoffs, but I don't I don't know how much. Right. Let's see though cuz we don't know we don't know what Jordan Love actually is yet. We don't know. He well, looked great, the talent's there. That, huh? Why do you say that? Cuz you don't know. Well, you, you have no know. idea. Well, how do you know well, how do you know about Stroud? I feel better about Stroud. Why? Because he came in as a rookie with no experience and learned right on the fly. And they got a free pops. Now, I understand that, but this guy hasn't played in four years. A I understand that. A football game in four years. But when he started yeah. out, bless God you. bless you. Damn. Sorry. When he started out, he looked shaky. CJ Stroud never looked shaky, except for maybe week one when they got smoked by the Ravens. Yeah. But outside of that, I just, I, I liked what I saw more from Stroud. I thought Stroud was the shit. Well, sure. I thought Stroud could have won MVP. I don't know about that. I do. Well, why? Bro, the well, dude had like 27 touchdowns and five picks. Well, Green Bay was winning. They were, bro, but they were under 500 at one point. But they were so impressive down the stretch, though. That's they the were, point. but the touch. That's what I was saying. He got better and better as the season progressed. But And so did Stroud. Right. That's what I'm saying. So how can you be so sure about Stroud over, over love? Because Stroud had a rookie head coach, rookie wide receivers, a bad offensive line, no run game. He had rookie wide receivers, too, though. Who? Jordan Love. Dobbs was uh, a second year. Christian uh, Watson was a second or, or I think maybe Reed, third Jayden year. Jaden Reed's a rookie. And Wicks is a rookie, right? Musgrave, they had him to, a year or two. 
LaFleur's Wicks, Wicks is a rookie. LaFleur's an established head coach. I mean, LaFleur's established. He's won an MVP with a quarterback before. He's been to a conference finals. What's his a conference championship? D'Amico Ryan has never done that. And it was a team that was projected to win four games. The Packers were projected seven and a half. No, I, I get that. I just so I was just more impressed by Stroud than Love. Yeah. That's all it was I mean, from look, I to had, eye. Had, But they were both impressive. I'm not taking anything away from Love. The thing is, like, dude, he had two rookie wide receivers. He had Christian Watson, who was in and out of the lineup. He was always hurt, and he was he was their first round pick, right? Um, and then you have what's his name? Uh Dobbs. I mean, like he was everything, but you know, he he was great, dude. Jordan loves he's got a bright future, man. He does. Like he's he's good. And and what what separates him from the other quarterbacks is he's fucking calm in the pocket. He's, yeah, he's chilling. He's never rattled. Like he don't he doesn't show it. Like he could be down by 10 and he's just like he looks like the same as if he was up 14. When you see him in the pocket, he looks like he's processing the information Absolutely. in front of him. That's what he looks like. Calm. Yeah. It's slowing down. I like I like his I like his trajectory. Um, Lions beat the Buccaneers 31 to 23. That game was also there for the taking for the Buccaneers. Big the big show, bro. I was so yo, so I'm fair. so proud of Baker Mayfield this year, dude. Yeah, I'm so too. proud of him, bro. Too, Hell of a season. He earned himself some money. Too. Yo, hey, yo, Philly, Phil, can we give him a round of applause for for uh Mike Mayfield? Yeah, of course. I didn't expect that. Mike Mayfield. Mike Mayfield. He finally delivered. Yeah. Impressive, bro. What a season. What a season. What a way to go out. You know what I mean? Like, yo, you can't hang your hat on that. You know, like. I felt so bad for him when he threw that pick. down, dude. Like, they played a fantastic football game. They didn't get blown out. They showed some fight down the stretch. It just, they they, 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 they fell short. Bro, when he threw that pick and put his head down and grabbed his helmet, I was sitting on the couch and I'm like, I felt that. Fuck. I felt that. But you know what? I but I was so happy. I was so happy for the Lions. Dan Campbell. Oh, yeah. Like, bro, his his speeches yeah. in the locker room, bro, I they know, make bro. me want to move different. I know. Man. Jared Goff, though, good for him, too. Second NFC Championship game after yeah. he was sent to Detroit to die, to die. Yeah. Just like Dan Campbell said. Hey, JG, you're good enough for fucking Detroit, brother. <laughs> <laughs> that was line of the year, bro. You're that means for Detroit and then dude, hitting the football. I was about to tear up. Like that was That's that awesome. was probably an, such a, a, like a surreal moment for Jared Goff. Yeah, he probably had chills all over his body. He's probably holy fuck, dude. That was awesome. Like I, I want to run for a wall. Bro, you right saw now. the fans crying in Detroit. Yeah. And it's like for Dan Campbell, who was on the zero and sixteen team. Yeah. To come back and lead them to their and first playoff fine. win, their the NFC Championship game for the first time since '91, that we weren't awesome. even born. That was awesome. I was a month old. Yeah, that was. And impressive. it's like you weren't even born yet, and it's like, damn, bro, that's a that was just a cool moment to see. I want them to stop the Niners on Sunday. We'll talk about that. I know, we'll, I know. We'll dive. We're, what impressed we're me the most? Predictions. What impressed me the most though about the Lions is Jared Goff and their resilience. There's no quitting them boys. Dan Campbell epitomizes the city of Detroit. Um, he is everything that city is. Yeah. And what he projects onto his team about grit and caring and playing for one another. And we're going to kick you in the teeth. <laughs> that When he said that in that opening conference, he meant every word yeah, of that. He and he got he drugged through the capping. mug for it. Yeah, he wasn't capping. And we knock us down on the way up. We're going to bite a kneecap off. And then he knock us down again. again. And we're going to get up and take another I'm hunk out. Yeah. <laughs> but before, but, crazy, but you will knock us down and we will be the last one standing. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. That he was, meant every word really of that. He did. He really did, dude. I got to be honest with you, though, man. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'm so happy for Dan Campbell and that. We're going to kick you in the teeth. Yeah, dude. But what was impressive to me about Detroit and what's been impressive about Dan Campbell and his thing is that 
the Lions used to do some stupid shit. They used to lose games on dumb shit, right? They're actually winning games by playing smart football. You know what I mean? Like they're 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 just they're aggressive when they have to be, but they're also playing good, smart football, and they're well coached. And they they have dude. They're I'm rooting for man. I am I am really. Rooting I think the whole country year. outside of San Francisco and California is yeah, rooting for them. I, I yeah I, I am. I really want to see the Lions in the bowl. I, that would be fucking awesome. He even said it too in the locker room when he came in. He was like, he he's hey guys, we got three weeks left and one week's a bye. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh shit. I was like, Do you know what you're guys? capable of, man? <laughs> Do you even realize what we're doing, man? He's all sweating and shit. Veins are coming out of his nose. I know, man. That guy's awesome, dude. Like, I, I like how, how do you not root for him? I know. I know. And then shout out on the other side to Todd Bowles. Cause I thought Todd Bowles, the second half of the season, he coached his ass off with yeah. that defense. Yeah. Um, to have a, a rough season with Tom Brady and to follow it up with this type of season with Baker Mayfield, I mean, shout out to Todd Bowles, shout out to Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield earned himself a nice deal. Yeah, he did. He made it, he got he himself did, a three sure. or four year deal for some money. Yeah, because I because I I think he could be successful in Tampa. So do I. And but I think but he need they, Mike Evans, though. they need to sign Mike Evans. And I think that Baker and Mike Evans, they seem like they were on the same page and they were cool. So maybe they could come together. I know, and look, I, when it comes back to Mike, when it comes down to money, things can get in the way. But if there's a way they could figure something out, I believe Baker would take a few less dollars to ensure that Mike Evans stayed with them. Yeah. Because Mike Evans was a big part of what they did. He might want to win another Super Bowl, though. That's That couldn't also be a factor. I don't know, man. He's a 1,000-yard wide receiver again. He already won a bowl with Brady. I will say this, though. He has spoke like openly about retiring in Tampa and playing his whole career there. Yeah. Like it, like that, that is actually one of his wishes. So I hope, for, I, I hope they get a deal. Because, I hope they do for Baker's sake yeah, too. Yeah. Because they need him because, and I want to see what are they capable of on yeah. a second year? What do you build off of after last Godwin year comes back though? No, I don't think so. I would love for the Eagles to get him. I don't think Goblin's going to come back. I think he's going to be an expensive guy that they can cut off the books. He'll be a chief. Yeah, he could be like, that's a probably a really good destination for him. Honestly, um, but I, I, I could definitely see him coming off the books there. Uh, but yeah, I, I just, yeah, I, I, I think they have a really good, you know, I think they should sign Baker. I don't know. What Absolutely. I don't know what his contract would be. My guess would be three years, buck and a quarter, three years, 120, 120, maybe 40, 40, like, like a Daniel Jones. I think it's a fair deal. Like to me, when Daniel Jones got his money, everybody knew he was overpaid, right? But I don't think Baker Mayfield would be overpaid at that point. I think he earned it. No, I think he's earned it. I mean, look, he was a former number one overall pick. He's made the playoffs two times with two different teams. And won a game. The, with the Browns and the Bucks, Possibly two, one, two of the worst franchises in the last, like, what, 40 years? That's arguably. a good point. That's a good so, point. So, like, yo, he's taking them to the playoffs and won a playoff game. So, yeah, did he win the bowl? No, but he got there, right? And Facts. and and if that's what you're, that's a forty million dollar quarterback in today's market. So I think yeah. I think that's what he deserves. It's three years, a buck twenty. I love that. And I think Mike Evans will probably get three years. I would say three years for ninety, three for ninety, maybe, maybe three for eighty, somewhere in that range. somewhere in that range. Tie those two together. That's what I'm saying. Like, three yeah, yeah, yeah. Three. Like, Peanut butter and jelly, bro. One's got to be with the other, and right. you could. And that's what I'm saying. Build off of that success. They had, they, you know, what I'm saying, right? That camaraderie. They were together. They looked like they rolled with each other. So yeah. it's like, but I'm with that. But they're stuck though, because if Baker doesn't come back, and he's like, you know, yeah, if he's a Carolina Baker, 
Yeah. We got we got problems here. So I, I don't know. It's gonna be interesting. All right, Lion. Uh, I'm sorry, NFC Championship game. Lions at the 49ers. 49ers minus seven. These fucking bookkeepers still won't win. I just can't believe it. Stop disrespecting the Niners. I mean the Lions. I just can't believe it. Nine, seven points is crazy. Do you think I know, which scares me because they're begging you to bet the Lions. Right. Scary seven. But it's it a scary a, seven. A scary Shout seven. out, shoot them up. Yeah, shoot them up. It's a scary seven. Salute. What do you think? Do you think Detroit's possible of doing this? Absolutely. Absolutely. The one thing the Niners are weak at is what Detroit is really good at, and that's throwing the football. And that's and that's getting Amon Ra involved, Jamison Williams, and 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 them boys. Hell, jo- Josh Reynolds has been making plays. Like he's been fucking excellent for him too. He's been a big help for that offense. So absolutely, I got. I think the Lions can absolutely go in here and win this football game. And I'll tell you what, there's a big factor because you know, I know it's a topic in here, but if Debo doesn't play, I think. I think the Lions are winning this football game. I think they're winning it with or without Debo, to I, be honest. And you want to know why? I actually do, too. The in, Lions, in way. bro, the Lions can match the physicality of the Niners. They're not scared. They're not that, yeah. They're not getting punked. Right. Right. That is a team that's not going right. into that stadium right. and getting bitched out. Right. They're not. And I know for, for show, Dan Campbell will have them boys ready to well, play. Remember, too, C.J. Gardner-Johnson played against them last year. Yeah. Right? And guess what? He's back in the same position. And Jared Goff, he's played there before. He was a Ram. Right. He knows what it takes he to knows, win there. He knows. Yeah. He knows what it is, he dude. Experience. Yeah. So. And Jared Goff is better than Brock Purdy. Amon Ra's the best For wide sure. receiver out there. Right. You know what I'm saying? Their yeah, defensive absolutely. line can rival the Niners' defensive line. They're going to get after Purdy. You don't think they're going to put helmets on them? Laporta and Kittle at this point, like yo, like you can argue. Laporta, uh, you can make the port. The, the, Laporta's the better dynamic. receiver. I love Kittle. But you can make wrong. the you can make a legit argument that that Laporta is the more dominant wide receiver, as the more dominant pass catcher. Maybe I think he's more of a bulldozer than Kittle. But yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like catching yeah, the ball, I, I, right, I, I, yak, I, I, all that stuff. Right now, call him I, a probably, wash. I call him a wash. And that's fine. Yeah, that's completely But not wrong. for nothing, if you wash out George Kittle, that's that's in favor of the Lions right. because there's not even a wide receiver close to Amon Ra. Not because if, if Debo, Especially if Debo's if out. If Debo is out, the, the 49ers are in trouble. Like, they're just going to be – It's gonna it, I, like, I think it's going to be a bad recipe for them because if you look at their record with and without Debo, it is super Because you have to account low. for that dude all over the field, like all in the backfield as a running back. You they're have to account for 500 him. without Debo. Yeah. Are, they won like 70% of their games with Debo. My Shout thing out to is Colin Coward. I heard that this morning. I was like, damn, that's fucking awesome. I'm like, I didn't even realize the impact Debo had oh, Debo's a, for in, real. in terms of winning and losing for this offense. It's like, wow, when you take a step back and you look at the numbers, it's like, damn, dude, like their identity completely changes on offense. So um, you know, I I personally think the Niners will have to probably switch their game plan. They're gonna have to run heavy with CMC and and start doing some uh some screen passes to get him involved and then take your shots with Kittle and then get IUK involved in the screens. My thing is, bro, is like when – to me, when you play the Niners, you got to play them physical. And I thought Green Bay did a good job of that. Sure. Like Green Bay didn't look soft either. No, no. They were ready to they go. They not intimidated. But my thing is, is like if I really believe that the Lions can go in there 
and and, and intimidate them. I really because do. I think the Lions are like that. I think Dan Campbell's like that. Yeah. Like the Lions are showing up for a dog fight. Right. They're not going to finesse you. They're not right. going to run a whole bunch. They'll run like fake punts the and pressure, shit like that. The pressure's on the Niners, Mike. The, all the pressure's all on the, the Niners. On the Niners. And bro. the thing with Detroit is they're playing for pride. They're playing for let's do this. We can right. do this. Right. And they're playing for Dan Campbell. And when you see those speeches that he gives in those locker rooms where he's bringing himself to tears. Bro, I, I I can't believe we're even talking about Detroit on the brink of a Super Bowl right now, bro. Like, you don't like, bro, the Lions have been ass our entire lives. They have been garbage. Like, like, like we wouldn't even play with them of, in Madden. Bro, they were so bad, dude. They went through hell. They had they drafted Joey Harrington's of the world. They had Dan Orlovsky. Orlovsky's. Like, bro, they went through Joey shit, Harrington. Bro. Joey Harrington. They had John bro. Kitna. John Kitna. Like, yo, they went through the mud. And now to see them on a brink of a Super Bowl, man, like that is some, like the most exciting thing. And I want it to happen so bad. But Vegas is really telling you, bro. I, I, I'm sorry, but the Niners are going to the Super Bowl. Bro, listen to somebody's yo, listen to somebody's quarterback. Rodney Pete. Rodney P. Charlie Batch. <laughs> Sean Hill. Sean Hill. David Blau. Jeff Driscoll. Oh Tim Boyd. <laughs> Drew Stanton. Yo. Dante Culpepper. Mike Yo. McMahon. Ty Detmer. Gus Farrat. Oh, my God. Frank Reich. Like, these are some of these dudes, bro. It's terrible. Bro. They were embarrassing. They that, were dude. embarrassing. But I'm taking the Lions to win this game. The Lions are going to the fucking Super Bowl, homie. Is that, is that your heart saying this, or like, or do you want this to happen? Do you actually think the Lions are going to win this football game? I do, yo, because I think the Lions deserve this. They deserve it, bro. I know, and they man. earned it. And I think the, so the Bills, though, but bro. the Lions are peaking. The Bills deserved it too, and they I know. Didn't fucking win. But it was the odds. They run seven in a row. You're bound to lose. Bad. It sucked, dude. We it sucked. That game, you were like, "Yep, they're losing." They're losing, and it sucked, dude, because I was really rooting for the Bills. I really I was. Like the one time you got me rooting for Allen, <laughs> but I just feel like in my heart, I know. In my heart, I feel like the Lions are going to win this game. I think it's going to be a close game, oh. but I got the Lions, twenty-eight, twenty-three. Something wow. like that. 20, like 20 five, huh? 27, 21. I think the Lions do it, bro. And when Dan Campbell gives that speech about them going to the Super Bowl, that's must-watch TV. Yeah. Must-watch TV. Yeah, man. Uh, I, I, you know, I, I want the Lions to win this game. I, I really do. It's it's hard to pick against the Niners at home. And But when you actually talk to me, you, you kind of talk me out of it, though. I'm not going to lie to you. Because, like, I, I was picking the Niners. Oh. When you brought up the physicality stuff, I'm like, yo, that's so true. They can, they can outmatch their physicality. They can absolutely match and, and possibly outmatch their physicality. So that is the way to beat the Niners. Play their game. Play bully ball, right? Like, And I, I think the Lions have a good enough offense to keep them on the field, to keep their defense on the field. And I think the Lions can make a couple stops here and there. And if Debo, if Debo doesn't play, I think the Lions can absolutely – Definitely cover the spread. Um, that's for sure. But I, 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 I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick the. I'm gonna pick the uh, the Lions here. Let's go. I, I am. I'm gonna pick the Lions here just for that factor, the physicality factor. I think. I think that's gonna happen. I felt like when I watched the Niners beat the Packers, the relief that I saw on their faces leaving that game told me everything. The pressure is so mounted on them to go to the Super Bowl. 
it is, it is, it, it's, it's, it, it makes a difference. It really does. When a team goes in there and they had nothing to lose and, you know, they, they play for their coach. That's when good things happen. And that's when special moments happen and, and are, and are created. This is going to be a special moment for Detroit. Detroit's going to the Super Bowl, cuz. I know they are. They're going to the bowl, bro. They're going to the Super Bowl. Like, I, I actually believe it now. Phil, before we move on to the AFC the Championship City's game. Going to the bowl, cuz. Before we move on to our, to the last topic of tonight, Phil, can you please play this for the people at home? Because it's it's a it's must see real fast. It's a quick minute. One second. This is the oh yeah. <laughs> it's a must. It's the fucking best. Yeah, this is this is fire. You have people like Jamel Hill, everybody dogging them. Give us a moment here. I wanted go. this job bad because I felt like I knew this community. I played here. All right. Here's what I know. Just as an overall philosophy, you're going to say, well, what's this team going to be? What's it not going to be? Here's what I know. All right. I know that Detroit's made up of great people, some really good people. All right. This community is strong. Um, this place has been kicked. It's been battered. It's been bruised. And I can sit up here and give you coach speak all day long. I can give you, uh, you know, hey, we're going to win this many games. I can't. That uh, none of that matters, and you guys don't want to hear it anyway. You've had enough of that shit. So excuse my language. All right. <laughs> Here's what I do know <laughs> is that this team is going to take on the identity of this city. All right. And the city's been been down and it found a way to get up. All right. It's found a way to uh overcome adversity. All right. And so this team's gonna be built on uh, we're gonna kick you in the teeth. All right. And when you punch us back, we're going to smile at you. And when you <laughs> knock us down, we're going to get up. And on the way up, we're going to bite a kneecap off. All right. And we're going to stand up. And then it's going to take two more shots to knock us down. All right. <laughs> and on the way up, we're going to take your other kneecap and we're going to get up. And then it's going to take three shots to get us down. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you before before long, we're going to be the last one standing. Oh, not the best opening press conference in NFL history. No. He really me. got up there and said that with with like he said that confidently. He said that with conviction, bro. Like, yeah, that was the word was, I was looking for. He was like, "Yeah, this is exactly what we're going to do." And this is. This I'm is, not going to give you coach talk. We're going to kick nah, you in the teeth. That's real as hell, dude. <laughs> but that what I say, bro, so they embody the Motor City. Yeah, I mean, look, and, and even in their free agency, like we talk about, it, CJ Garden Johnson, dude, getting him another agency, dog. That is exactly their identity. That was a perfect match for them. So like I, I I like I saw the fit there. Yeah, it's like yeah, that dude. They got some dogs on their roster, man. And I, I even when they run the football, they run with violence. David Montgomery runs with violence. That was an that was pickup of a year. Pickup of the year. Like I, it was perfect when you know with him. Jameer Gibbs runs like an animal. They're the, they're they're great together, man. That's a that's a good that's a good one too. They're punch. gonna punish them boys in, in right. San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. AFC Championship game before we get out of here. Chiefs at the Ravens. Ravens minus three and a half. That's a pretty pretty big spread. I'm surprised by that. What do you think about this game? Mahomes versus Lamar. Uh, Lamar is the presum presumptive. MVP for his second chance to go to the Super Bowl. You know, I I I don't think this game is going to be actually close. I think, you, you think I, I think the Ravens are going to beat their. They're going to put foots on them. Yeah, because I agree. The Ravens, the rust is out, is off, right? I know the Chiefs are coming in there with being underdogs, but I don't think their offense is going to be clicking against this defense. I just don't. This defense, this defense against Houston last week didn't let up one play inside their own twenty-five yard line. That is fucking crazy. 
Okay. 25 yard line. The 25 yard line. The Texans never crossed the Ravens 25 yard line for one play. Not even one play in the entire game. It's only been done four times in NFL history. That is insane. Okay. That defense is legit. And I, I just don't see Rasheed Rice beating his defense. I don't see Travis Kelsey beating his defense by himself. I just don't see it. The only way the chiefs have a, have, have, have any ounce of, um, you know, uh, chance in this game is if they run the football effectively, if they can get six, five, six yards on the ground per run, the chiefs are going to be in this game. I don't think it happens. I don't think it happens. I think that, I think the Ravens defense is legit. I think Lamar is going to play really, really good. Um, Although he has a tough matchup because the chiefs defense is really good as well. Yeah. But I think Lamar is going to play up to, to his MVP caliber. And I think he's going to win this football game. Look, man, I said this about the Ravens in the beginning of the year. I said I thought that Lamar was playing the best out of all the quarterbacks this year. I forget. It was earlier in the season. I said I thought Lamar was playing the best quarterback in the league this year. I said I thought he was a top three MVP candidate at the time, and now he looks like he's going to win it. That defense is serious. And now, look, I know Lamar has a rookie in Zay Flowers who's all right. Odell Beckham's looked all right. Bateman and yet it has looked all right. My thing is, though, is that this group of wide receivers is better than anything he's ever had. So any anything, anybody that's decent was an upgrade from what he's used to throwing. I think Andrews is coming back this he's week, back this week yep. which is a huge, huge step up. Right. Even though Isaiah likely can play. He absolutely he's absolutely play. a threat as he's a fourth athletic. or fifth, uh, fourth or fifth uh pass catcher. Very athletic. So my thing is is that I think the Ravens actually I think the Ravens got him by about 10 points here. Like wow. I think the Ravens really do this. Yeah, I'm way really, I man. think they do this. And I don't think that the Chiefs I know the Chiefs played well against the Dolphins. Tua played like some shit. I know they played way well against the Bills. The defense was injured now. And my thing is is they scored on every possession that they had except for one against the Bills. Let me That's not happening against these Ravens, bro. You're right. not scoring on eight. You're not going seven out of your first seven possessions. You're scoring. And then all of a sudden, you're just going to get uh, – you're going to be seven for eight and have one punt. You're going to punt more than one time against the Ravens' defense. And Lamar winning that game, I think, takes a monkey – it took a monkey off his back because now it's like, all right, I got that win under my belt – I'm in the AFC championship game now. One by one, they're answering the bell. And John Harbaugh knows what he's doing. John Harbaugh is one of the best coaches in the NFL. He's a top five coach. One of the best in the NFL. He's from the Andy Reid tree. He might know some some of Andy Reid's tendencies. Yeah. No, I'm with you, man. Oh, sorry. But yeah, I got the Ravens winning this game. I think the Ravens, I I would say 27-17. Yeah, I got the Ravens. Um, I I think they're going to win 31-21. I think that's going to be the first score. Um, I, I, I don't. I don't even know if the Chiefs can get the twenty-one. But that's I'm why give, I'm going to give them that respect. I don't think they're getting the twenty-one, which is why I said twenty-seven, seventeen. Maybe thirty-one, seventeen. I'll, I'll correct my score. Thirty-one, seventeen. I don't the, think the, the Chiefs points. all year struggled to get to twenty-one points. Right. And my thing they is, is that twenty-two points in a game. Yeah, and you're going to struggle against the best defense in the league. Right. That's not. It's not happening. And Lamar's away again. And I'm just, it's Lamar's year, bro. Everything is clicking for him with this team. The only, I mean, look, the Chiefs do have a chance. They do. This is a guaranteed W for the Ravens. No, they do. But I feel like three and a half is such a sucker bet for the Chiefs. I feel like everybody in the world is going to take the plus three and a half from Mahomes. Absolutely, bro. Be careful. Absolutely. So let me ask you a question, and and we can close this out after this. All right. What's more, what's 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 more of a sucker bet? The Lions plus seven or the Chiefs plus three and a half? More of a sucker bet. 
because I think they're both sucker bets. Me too, but I would lean the Chiefs because I think the Ravens are I think the Ravens are head and shoulders a more complete football team than the Chiefs. I think they're a better football team. I think the quarterback has played better this year. I think the Ravens are better all over the field Me with too. the exception of maybe running back. They're the better because football team. Pacheco can run the ball, right. but not for nothing the Ravens are on like their second or third running back. Right. They got Justice Hill and Gus Edwards, who have been okay. No, they're good. But they're being schemed in that. Right. Pacheco's just a really good back. They have Dalvin Cook so, now too. Yeah, who actually looked okay. Yeah, he, had a he looked better than the Jets. <laughs> but my thing is that the Ravens are definitively a better team than the Chiefs right. in all areas. I agree with that. With 100%. the exception of running back. That's it. Yeah. And I'm not saying Lamar is better than Patrick Mahomes, but this year, Lamar was better than Patrick Mahomes. Uh, Maybe not from a traditional standpoint, but overall, Lamar did his thing. Yeah, he did. He, he I mean, put on. That's absolutely. what I'm saying. He did his team. thing. He earned that contract that he got. He was healthy all year. Yeah. So that's where I'm at with that, Phil. Yeah, it's that's be, where I'm at with be, that. It's gonna be interesting. I I just think they're both sucker bats, and I feel like a lot of people are gonna buy into the theory of that of that of that photo with the color matches of the team. Yeah. Like I get it. it's cool. I was like, wow, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. It has been like the last three years, right? Yeah. So I, I think a lot of people are gonna buy into that, but somebody's losing here. Yeah. It's and, Ravens. And, and, and it's and a Ravens Lions Super Bowl, which is I incredible would to that say. That would be fire. Me too. That Me too. would be a tough game for them too. I know physicality. Mm -hmm. All right, guys, that concludes episodes 192. Thank you for everybody that tuned in tonight. Uh, I might have an update for everybody on the merch next week. Uh, if not, we'll see you guys next Wednesday to preview. Oh, no, wait. Is next? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see you guys next Wednesday. My yeah. bad. Go ahead. We'll I forgot. There's a gap. Week. There's a gap. Yeah. And then we're also we're also going to we're just going to let you guys know ahead of time. We are potting Super Bowl Sunday. We'll let you know the time next week, but we are finalizing some details. We got some shit moving around. So and Tommy D cuz might be returning. Yeah. So we're gonna have an episode Super Bowl Sunday. So you do not want to miss in that. the morning. Will, yeah. That's right. Yeah. Right. Ten or eleven a.m. probably in the morning. So we'll be giving you guys some prop bets. We're gonna give you guys everything from the, the whole fucking nine. Pauls. Um, but yeah, man, just go and think about this, the Super Bowl though, the Lions and the Ravens, if that were to happen, that would have to be the most physical Super Bowl of all time. I know that would be fantastic. But anyway, I digress. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with us. We appreciate all the love support in the comments. If you guys haven't done so already, I don't know what the hell you're waiting for. Please don't forget to like subscribe and hit the notification bell on YouTube. We are also available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, iHeart, Megaphone, Stitcher, and all that other shit. Also follow us on all of our social platforms as you do not want to miss our daily content on X, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week. At P&I, baby. I'm caps lock different. It's facts, not fiction. Said I black out for real, then the track gone missing. If it's cap, I'm dipping. We ain't talking about a move, then it's flatline finished. When I spaz, I'm grinning. Pull a peel off in the Sadies, and I pass by spinning. It's perks with the slate, but I don't have my skinnage. Took a quick trip, and now I'm back home winning. And I see they eyes pop like I snack on spinach. Pull up to the spot, she tryna grab my digits. I'm already eight shots, a henny past my limit. Here you go. Hazards with a dash full of tickets. I'ma act like I don't see them like I bet. I vision, y'all can't pass my scrimmage. Way y'all tripping, it's Aruba. I realized I had to.